Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Glover. Stay with us today, folks. You're not going to want to miss this one. Today, we're talking about our veteran spotlight for the week. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Mike Glover, a.k.a. 757 Cigar Mike. we got a great episode today. Today, we've got a veteran spotlight. You're going to really like meeting this guy. Let's start uh, with introductions, though. We'll go to my far left, your far right. What's up, guys? It's, uh, I'm Jake. You can find me on Instagram at Bearded Cigar Lover. Do me a favor, though. Don't go follow me. You don't want to see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Keep, it, keep keep the peace. And then beside Jake, we have Curtis. Curtis, welcome, Curtis. Thank you. Oh, I'm Ken. Um, you can follow me at Ken Blue Smoke on Instagram. Um, if you haven't been banned, yeah, I try. I, you know, I try not. I try to follow the rules. Anyway, it's you are that, a rule breaker. Yeah, <laughs> apparently so. He's got several strikes on his Instagram account, folks. But we do have something new to to tell you guys about. We have our first sponsor. And our first sponsor of the podcast is Family by Loyalty. Uh, you can find them at um, Toro Cigar Company. It's uh, that we have everything that they offer, and we should soon have an exclusive from them. You can see a couple of their items right here in front. And um, if you're a savvy user, you can figure out how to get a hold of them. <laughs> so we can't actually give you the URL, but if you can find, uh, if you can use Google. You can probably find Toro Cigar Company pretty easily. It's not a big challenge. And not if you know how to spell Toro Cigar Company and you know the most common URL ending. Extension. Extension. Then you can figure it out from there. Ah, there you go. Look at that. And we do want to give a huge shout out to Alan, family by loyalty. Alan is our brother from another mother. Uh, we are so excited that they've decided to be part of our podcast permanently uh, as a sponsor. And we're really looking forward to doing great things in 2024 with Alan uh, and all the family by loyalty family. So thanks, Alan. We appreciate it, brother. So let's get right into it, man. Veterans and cigars. We got our veteran spotlight, Curtis. So Curtis, you're a veteran. I am a U.S. Army veteran. Uh, deployed twice to Afghanistan. So, man. It's kind of sweet and sorrow at the same time. It is. It is. So how long did you serve? Uh, seven years. Seven years. I did 10 in the Navy. Oh. 10 and then walked away. The looks I got from my retired father, father-in-law, uncle was insane. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, I got boarded out uh, after seven. So uh, unfortunately, I hit the drawdown back in 2013 and... Got got hurt while I was on active duty. Just wanted to get some get my knee fixed up, and they kind of just show, showed me out the door. So, so I was I was in. Uh, I joined in '86, and I separated in '96. And '96 was uh, a, a kind of a quirky time in the military. They started offering early retirements at the ten year mark. Oh wow! And um, so, of course, as soon as they did that, I put in my paperwork to retire early. Yeah, and I, it was turned down. Really? You know why? Why? Because I was short on the 10-year mark by two days. <laughs> Do you know what those two days were? No. So in the Navy, and uh, you know, I don't know if this, they're still doing this or, or if they did it in the other branches, but when you enlist, 
your initial enlistment, um, they take one day off. Okay. When you enlist of, of your commitment. And mm-hmm. then when you re-enlist, they take another day off. <laughs> they think you're doing you a favor. Yeah. And, and they probably were, in, in their minds, think they were doing me a favor until I put in my early retirement paperwork. And then I was short by two days because mm. of those two days. Wow. So I put in another request to extend my service by two days. They got denied. Got denied again. Got denied again. Yeah. So then I said, well, okay, F you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I left. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, Jake, you're a veteran also? Yeah, Navy vet. So so how did we meet Curtis? So I met Curtis, man, two or three years ago. It's been a couple of years because it was when a club, a cigar club here in Virginia was first starting. Thou shall not be named. Right. The... Right. Uh, <clears throat> He was one of the guys in there, and he was always on in the evenings having a cigar and stuff like that. And so we just became, you know, we started talking. And then when the club folded, I hadn't heard from him for probably a year yep. or close to it. And uh, out of nowhere, I get there's this, rec- you know, in the uh, in Veterans of the Leaf, when a new guy wants in, it gets posted on a certain channel for people to see to say, hey, you know, do you actually know this guy? Because we don't accept everybody, right? Right. And uh, I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, is he a good dude? And I'm like, he was the last time I talked to him. (laughs) You know, I mean, people change. Who knows what's happening? Who knows what's happening? But, I mean, give him a shot. And and so it was kind of cool because then he got back in and and he's been, you know, chatting. Everybody's liking him and having a good time. So it was kind of nice, like, you know, full circle. But that's, you know, that's the cool thing about the cigar community is everybody you meet. You know, I mean, there's guys that we've all become really good friends with that, you know, we spend a lot of time with having cigars online. People don't understand the value of that community, especially as a veteran, because a lot of us don't like to go out, don't like to go do a lot of things. We don't want to go sit in a lot of places. But it's nice that you can have the the security, the comfort of your house, your back porch, your garage, your shed, whatever that location is. Yeah, yeah. And you get to have conversations that are that are good for the soul, that are good for mental health, that are good for all the positive out there. And so it's become a really interesting. You know, over the years, I've seen a really interesting change from, you know, you would get guys that come in and out, especially in other clubs, not the club we're all in now, but you would get guys that would come in and out, and they were just there. Mm. But now you start seeing a club that's catering towards veterans, catering towards, I'm going to give a shout out to to Jeremy, you know, wanting to start helping cater towards mental health of veterans and really start focusing on that. And he's got the skills and the background to do it. And you start seeing these guys coming in, and it's not as much, you don't see that ro- that. I mean, in marketing, we call it churn, but you don't see that loss, right. you know, because they're building that relationship and they know that they're there for each other and you have that tight knit community. So, you know, when it really comes to like veteran stuff, it's like you need that community, right? When you're in, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah. You got the brotherhood there. You got that brotherhood, brotherhood. but then all of a sudden the day you get out, what happens? You lose it. That's and cool. that was probably one of the hardest things I, myself, uh, getting out of the military was I lost my brotherhood, you know, um, you know, that's the biggest thing I miss. And, that, and, that, and that's exactly why I, I came in with the Veterans of the Leaf. Um, it's because I knew there was a brotherhood there. You know, everybody that's in there served in some capacity, whether it, you know, whether they're in the Marine Corps, whether they're in the yep. Navy, Air Force, Army, Coast Guard. Does the Air Force count? <laughs> yes. Air Force yes. counts. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Air Force yeah. does count. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they are DOD. 
Yeah, if you want, I'll, I'll bring Brian Smithshield here to have that conversation with you. But we're going to clear the room out. We're going to do a little different podcast for that. It's going to be the uh, MMA version, Ken versus Brian. Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, so far, being in the group, I, I've only been with them a couple weeks now. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot going on. And being able to sit there and having people talk to me and things like that, that's what I love about it. Yep. Um, and, and, and I will say this, there's a few guys in there, it's actually right now, there's only about, there's about eight of them that aren't veteran. Yeah. Uh, but you know what's funny? Those guys are there for you all the time. Like, I mean, I'm going to, I'll call Terrence out, man. Terrence will answer that phone if I call and I'm having a bad day Yeah. every time. And he always has something positive to say, hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. And I mean, he's one of the few guys that I feel small around. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. That's saying something. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, especially with, uh, you know, the mental health of veterans, how to, how to get through it. And that's, you know, you got to have that, you got to have that brotherhood when you get out. You, you can't Absolutely. be an island. Right. Absolutely. And, and for me, that's where I kind of made that mistake was, you know, I moved back home. Um, and just was an island. I didn't have many veteran friends. I had a couple from back home that were, uh, they were my best friends, but I ended up losing touch with them. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I, I didn't really have many veteran friends back home, sure. which is funny because I live outside a army post. Right. So you would think I would, but I didn't. So yeah. it's tough. It's, you know, it's uh, the brotherhood and sisterhood that, that you develop in the military. Um, unless you've been there, you just don't understand it. Yeah. And I know there's people watching right now that are going, the fuck are these guys talking about? And you just don't. If you haven't been there, you don't understand it. Every veteran watching this is shaking their head. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like you don't have to always agree with each other. And you, I mean, and you know, and, you, and we'll all say this. You've had some knockdown dragouts with other veterans. Yep. Verbally, sometimes even throwing punches with other ones. Yeah, that's it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you're all still friends. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you can say, okay, here it is, you know, and that's the, that's the thing is, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a young veteran now, or if you're dealing with a guy, you know, I've had some of the best experiences I've had were with Vietnam veterans, eight, you know, veterans who served in their first desert storm, right. you know, and it doesn't matter. You all have a common bond. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, and then you add cigars in. Oh yeah. Well, the, the the common bond is something that the general public does have has no access to. So, as someone who sits outside of this, I mean, I was an army brat, so I got to see what the the, the army looks like. But as a, just a regular citizen, I have I have no idea what goes on when you get deployed. You know, right. mm -hmm. and I can only I can only guess from the evening news about what your day to day is. And so I have no access to that. And, and I think as I think veterans recognize when they see somebody that that person isn't going to understand right. what Absolutely. what we've been through. Right. Yeah. So it's harder to have the appropriate conversation until you find that crowd. Right. And one of them, too, is, you know, back to the you know, veteran mental health thing is a lot of the outside world doesn't understand the mental struggles that go on, even it, see combat don't see combat i'm not even getting there but just the whole one day you have a brotherhood the next day you don't yeah right and that that there's a mental that that causes mental stress right yeah, absolutely. you know and so you know there's a lot of those things that people don't see well i mean the big thing they they train you to do you know is rely on one another 
and you get into that mentality of being right. a team no matter where you come from what background you have it is you're just one team and for for veterans you know you lose the team what what do you have right nothing absolutely nothing so right absolutely and that's where I think the cigar community for veterans is important. I'm not even just saying the, the club that we're in, just in general. You know, I've met, like we saw it um, back in November when we had some of the guys come in. You know, we walked into the lounge that I that I frequent the most just because it's convenient, and I like it. I mean, I love the guy that owns it. He's a great dude. Um, but it was funny because here we are, Veterans Day weekend, and you walk in, and here's three, actually there's four of the guys that we're all in there. They're all old, older veterans, and everybody's sitting around bullshitting together like we knew each other forever. Mm-hmm. And we go from there. And so that's kind of the thing is that's part of it. And where I think the cigar community is really cool for veterans, it's a place for them to be, you know, I mean, and the more, especially, I mean, the more you see it in the cigar community, you don't see a lot of guys drinking a whole bunch. Right. You yeah. know, which is healthier, right? Like, it's it's a healthy thing. You know, oh, people go, oh, well, you smoke cigars, you're going to die. <laughs> okay, first of all, let me help. We're all going to fucking die, right? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's just be honest. Let's just cut, cut the shit right there and be done with it. We're all on, a, on the road to death, you know? But also with cigars, you're not sucking that all into your lungs. It's not like you're right. smoking cigarettes, right? You're right. puffing on them, you're tasting them, you're retrohaling them, blowing it, blowing it out your mouth, however you want to do it. It doesn't matter. But it's actually a healthier experience than a lot of things that we could be doing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so that, that community is very important. Um, I'm actually wearing my PTSD shirt today. Um, we have uh, a new uh, program this month, a new charity. Oh, new charity. Oh, yeah, yeah. New charity that we're doing this month, and it's Mutz uh, with a Mission. And this is a local to Virginia charity that we selected. We reached out to them, and they're thrilled to be working with us, and we're thrilled to be working with them as a veteran-owned company. But what they do is they procure and train service dogs for uh, verified disabled veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. And then they provide those dogs to those, those people in need at no cost. So this is a charity that's very near and dear to our heart, and I know Jake's heart. Yep. Um, because of hope. Yep. Um, so we're we're thrilled. We couldn't be happier. And the way that it works for us is um, we're doing the same thing we do with almost all of our charities, um, and giving back to the cigar community and the community and the veteran community and as a whole is for every cigar sold for the month of January, we're going to donate one dollar. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but it it adds up at the end of the day yeah. and we're, we're able to write a, a nice check it's not a windfall it's not going to change their uh non-profit overnight but it's something and right. and and they're appreciative of it and we're appreciative of them so it's something we've said from day one we always want to give back right we want to give back but we also want to give you a really good reason to buy a freaking cigar right it's a great reason to buy a cigar. It is a great reason to buy a cigar. And let me say something about the service dogs. We've gotten into this weird place in society where everybody has... All you have to do, you can get it at PetSmart as a service animal tag, whatever. And it's not really a service animal. It's just some something you've kidnapped from the wild or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll but have a back like they're kidnapped from the wild. Jake 
Jake can speak to this more than that I can. Uh, a, a real service dog is doing a real service and has had real training. And these dogs are amazing. And they, they it's, a, it's a friend that, that you can't get out of a, a human. And it's yeah. doing something that's, that's very important. And yeah. just slapping a sticker on your, your, your chihuahua or whatever is... <laughs> Is wrong. It's the wrong thing to do. <laughs> right. Well, it's actually illegal. So there's that too. To to claim it's a service dog that's not a service dog. If you don't have the psych tests and the paperwork and everything behind it, it's actually illegal to slap that on there. Yep. Hmm. And and I'll say this too: emotional support dogs are not covered. If you have an emotional support dog, leave your fucking dog at home. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, if it if you want a real service dog, go through the work, do it the right way, but quit screwing. All of us veterans that want that, not just want that, need that dog. That mm -hmm. dog is my lifeline to get out of the house. Right. You know, you can ask my wife. I didn't leave my, my house for a long time, and which is dangerous, especially in today's society, because you can have your groceries delivered, you can have your DoorDash delivered for food, you can literally have no reason to leave. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, to 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 abuse that with to abuse, and I'm going to say it this way: to abuse that by saying it's an emotional support dog and causing that trouble to where they question the next guy, you deserve to get hit by a car. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's it's a shame that it's come to that. Um, I I see a need for emotional support dogs, but they don't get the training, they don't get the um, certifications um, that that true service dogs get so uh, there is a huge difference between an emotional support animal and a service dog so right um it's important it's an important distinction to make so actually that's interesting i got a question for curtis because i know he's i know what he does is his day job so how would you handle rolling up on a scene with a veteran with a service dog do you transport the service dog with him absolutely do you yeah okay yeah i mean that dog is basically that person's lifeline yeah. and to take that away from them could cause a uh, mm -hmm. person going into a mental health crisis. And that's the last thing we need right. So Our, on top of whatever medical exactly. so Curtis's day job, day job. He's a medic by trade. So he, he, he's uh he's in an ambulance more days a month than he would like to probably admit. Uh, yeah. And in Virginia, I'm going to tell you, the way these people drive, this man is busy. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Um, but, yeah, no, absolutely take the service yeah. dog with you. I mean, if it's going to keep the veteran calm and, yeah. or even not even necessarily even the veteran, just whomever has the service dog. Right, whoever has the dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. Well, we talked a minute ago about Veterans of the Leaf, and I want to give a big shout-out to Joey. Um, the president of Veterans of the Leaf and all of the Veterans of the Leaf members. You guys are brothers. Um, but that club is, you know, if you're a veteran and you're a cigar smoker, uh, you should really check it out. Um, it's one of the rare cigar clubs that it has less churn, less yeah. turnover than any club I've ever been in uh, yeah. for cigar smokers. And it's a great way to sit down, jump on a herf. Uh, if you're not if you're not familiar with what a herf is, it's basically just a virtual cigar smoking session. You turn your camera on, you turn your mic on, you sit down in your backyard, your shed, your smoking room in your house. Uh, some people um, smoke in their car when they're driving. They turn the herf on, jump on herf, and you're just sitting there BSing with friends and getting no other people. In this case, veterans, other veterans, um, and, and you you just get to reconnect and uh, connect with people. 
you've never met before. Well, and you're not judged. And you know, that's judged. the thing is like a, a veteran. The reason is a veteran, and I think you know, I'm, I, I want Curtis's you know input on this too. But by all means, but as a veteran, there's days we have bad days, yep. and the rest of the world judges us. So it's very important to have that. Yeah, um, I, I know I've had bad days here recently, and you know, literally, it was just it's nice to jump on and talk to some people on the Discord, and, even if it's about your bad day, but yeah. because you're not being judged. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so. right. And it, it, this group makes it very easy to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes it extremely and with, easy. And with it. the VA doing such a great job helping <laughs> veterans with mental health. And if you believe the VA is doing a good job, you're full. You, you got some oceanfront property in northern Arizona, I'll sell you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the VA doesn't. Their, their solution is, hey, here's a pill. Yep. And absolutely. that's a, ba a Band-Aid solution, right? Yeah. And you might you might get on there and, you know, and get a, an appointment with the therapist. But... It may be six months from the time right. you you know before you but from the time you make the appointment. Six months would be a best case scenario. Right, if you're it, lucky. That is the best case scenario. And that's where having the, a club or having a group of friends that are veterans that you can go to help. Yeah. You know, because the reality is you need help when you need it, not when it's convenient to the VA. A absolutely. And, you know, especially with all the news articles I read, I, I think it was a couple of years ago, um, saw a young veteran commit suicide in the parking lot of the VA yeah. because the VA ER deemed him not being suicidal. Right. Yeah. Not suicidal. Even though he came in admitting he wanted to hurt himself and had a plan to do so yeah. and did it in the parking lot. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a, of a worst case scenario, but it, it, it does happen. Well, the, with the Veterans of the Leaf, uh, I have been a, 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 an official supporter at, in the past, and I've seen they do uh, in-person meetups all over the freaking country, too. Yeah. So yeah. They're, if they're not near you, you know, doing something, uh, they probably will be soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're a veteran and a cigar smoker, check us out. You know, the Veterans of the Leaf, it's a great, it's a great org. It's uh, run by great people. Um, Joey, the president and the current joint chief staff. Um, we got a bunch of brand new joint chiefs. Guys are every single one of them. Tier one, absolutely tier one, not only cigar smokers, but just people. So the, yeah. it's, it's a great org. So what, do you, what are your plans coming up for the next year? What, what do you, what's your goal for 2024, Curtis? Since we uh, just hit the year. <laughs> Um, What's your resolution? What's your resolution? I don't have a resolution. Um, so we're going to help you smoke more cigars. Yeah, smoke, <laughs> yeah definitely smoke more cigars. Uh, try to be active as much as I can in the community. And then uh, just work and be there for my kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. Solid. What about you, Jake? Uh, so, you know, last year I missed one goal. Me and you talked about this, Mike. I had a goal last year. It didn't happen. Uh, that's rare if I, if I said it, you know. Starting a new business, you know, swapping market, you know, restructuring the marketing company, everything. PCA, you know, dedicating more time to everybody else. It didn't happen. So my goal this year is to uh, restructure my life a little bit and, uh, and, and achieve just the only thing on my list, actually, is to, you know, obviously keep my mental health getting better. I, didn't, I don't need to go back to where I was by no means. Mm -hmm. um, but to, to, Follow through on the one goal that didn't happen last year. And, and and the one thing I want to do this year is my goal is to hold a retreat for veterans, for mental health, to get away. You know, guys, girls, not worried, don't care. As long as you served, you're, you're there. And uh, hold a three- to four-day retreat, camping, fire pits, because I think there's a lot of magic in a fire pit. You get out there, 
something about the fire pit, being outdoors, having a cigar, it's just easier to open up yeah. and, and yeah. be honest. Like th that brutally honest that you're never like, you know, because a lot of guys, and especially with veterans, I think we're this way. We'll, we'll go so far, but then there's a wall. Absolutely. And something about that fire pit and cigars and just being around other people like you, it's, it's kind of cool. You'll notice that, you know, all of a sudden somebody pushes a little further and the next guy opens up or the next gal opens up a little bit more and a little bit more. And then you can have that conversation that really help each other. So my goal this year is to hold to, I'm actually already working on it. Uh, I'm, and I'm going to be working with Mike and Ken and, you know, I've kind of said something to Curtis about it. Yep. Um, my goal is to hold one, work with these guys, start something new, something new's in the works, and hold one retreat this year. One veteran retreat where we can go out, you know, bring campers, RVs, tents, whatever it is. You know, maybe we find some really cool Airbnbs out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. So we have a, you know, we actually have a running wa running water and a shower, which would be kind of a plus. Uh, <laughs> who needs a shower? Who needs a shower, right? But, you know, do something like that and really start trying to help build something better, you know. Because, like, I mean, like we're joking about, but the reality is the VA doesn't really help everybody. Right. You know, and so I look at it as it's our job to help the next guy. Oh, yeah. You know, definitely. So, somebody helped me when I was at my worst and gave me the tough love that I needed. Uh, and I'll, I'll admit it, I was mad at the guy for a year. I didn't talk to him for a year. And it took a year for it to sink in that that's what I needed right then to get off where I was. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so I want to make that available to the next guy so that they can help the guy in front of them and, and start the whole pay it forward to help help the mental health of veterans. Yeah. And absolutely, it is it is your brother's responsibility. It is our own responsibility to help our brother. We can't put that off on the government or the VA or anything like that. It is our responsibility right. to help our brothers. Absolutely. You know, and, that, and that's really what it comes down to is, is that, you know, so that we, you know, we can leave it better than we found it. That's the goal. Yeah. That is. That's the goal. And I'm super excited that Curtis is going to go on that adventure with us. Oh, yeah. You know, I talked to him about what I wanted to do, and he's like, I'm all in. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see how that goes. Obviously, with it being outdoors in Virginia, we're not going to do it in July or August because, uh, well, I'm a, I'm a prissy bitch. I like my <laughs> AC, and I'm not going to go fucking sweat in the tent <laughs> unless I have to. You know, I don't need to create a survival situation because I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, been there and done that shit. Right, want too many times. Although I will say, I will say this: uh, I have actually talked to a veteran that a lot of people know out there uh, about this. Uh, super good dude. Um, ran the Army Survival School for a long time. Taught you know Rangers and Green Beret survival. He's been on Naked and Afraid seven times. Wow, uh, <laughs> yeah. bunch of TV series, bunch of movies. That's a lot uh, of nudity. Yeah, right? uh, that's a lot of nudity. Uh, so uh, I've actually talked to EJ Snyder. Oh, nice. And he's he's a buddy of mine. And I told him what I want to do. And he's like, dude, I'd be happy to come out and spend a day just having fun in the woods, like create create some obstacles and some challenges mm -hmm. to, to build that camaraderie. And I'm like, how cool would that be? Go out with a group of dudes. He's a veteran. He understands what we're dealing with. Um, he talk, I talked to him quite often about it with me personally. And have a, have, a, have a guy like that, though, come out and have four or five challenges, like how to build a fire without – matches and lighters mm. yeah i just wow. want to be clear if it's a naked and afraid weekend i'm out <laughs> <laughs> no it's only going to be naked and afraid for you the rest uh. of us are going to be clothed uh. <laughs> pass <laughs> i'm out but yeah no so like that's the thing is like you know we all have a lot of connections in these industries and it's you know and, and the cigar community 
manufacturers. I'm going to give them a lot of love right here. And I don't care how you feel about a lot of these guys. Take it and stick it where the sun don't shine for all I care. <laughs> because most cigar manufacturers are very supportive of the veteran community. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and they and they all and they all have great causes that they support and a lot of them do it and you never know they did it and that's great and so you know why not use the community and the connections to help the next guy you know like I mean I, I know Curtis I know he's been through some dark stuff in the last year he's had some struggles and the veteran community's helping him yeah and you know yeah we lost touch and here we are again and. It's because he needed it now. I really, I really believe that you find it when you need it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And you know, so here it is. So how does he get the help? I, how did I get the help I need? How do I help him get the help he needs? And how, do, how does he help the next brother in line? Yeah. Well, can you can you tell the the, the little anecdote in, in terms of manufacturers uh, respecting um, veterans? We had a, a in we had a, a little adventure at PCA with uh, Guy Fieri. Yep. So that was you know that was actually funny. So uh, Joey loves food. Okay, if you ever meet Joey, <laughs> you're going to know immediately. God bless you, brother. I love you to death. We know you love food, bro. It's and, obvious. Uh, it's obvious. And, and to what you eat when you travel, it's obvious. You know every great restaurant. At every, Joey travels for a living. Oh, okay. He knows every great restaurant and like all these little lady bitty places that serve the best everythings. And they're not big major. They're like mom and pop, locally owned joints that you would never find. Oh, those are the best ones right there. Yep. And... Uh, dives and diners or something yeah so yeah. so so joey at pca joey wanted to meet guy fieri who's there with espinosa for their cigar yeah the knuckle and the knuckle buster right knuckle sandwich knuckle sandwich. sandwich. sorry dang it. knuckle sandwich Close. and it was so it was comical because we're all standing there waiting and he was supposed to go eat and we're like, man, we're cool. We're all good at hurry up and wait, right? Like that's one thing every veteran knows how to do is stand there and kill time. They I, they teach you that without teaching you that, right? right absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we're like, okay, we'll be happy to wait. Well, he's he's there and he's like, he's like, oh, somehow he found out. So he asked something. Oh, Joey had one of the patches, veteran relief patches. And they're like, oh, you guys veterans? We're like, yeah. And he's like, well, we're not making the – Guy Fieri is super cool, super veteran, su veteran, veteran supporter. He goes, well, we're not making these guys wait. They, don't de they deserve better than that. Nice. So he actually put off his meal to get a photo with all of us, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joey goes, hey, can I get a picture? We don't know the protocol there, right? They got a cameraman and everything. So we just ask, right? Now, again, this I'm going to say this, though. You get you don't ever get anything for not asking. The worst you're going to get is a no, right? Right. right. Yeah. So Joey asked, and the guy's like, no, no, no. You, we do the photos. You got to go on the social media to get it. And Guy Fieri is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. These guys are veterans. Give them whatever they want. Nice. And so we got the photo that way. So, you know, but that's the that's this community, though, right? Absolutely. Like, you yeah. know, go up. If you see Matt Booth at an event, you know, Matt Booth's a Marine veteran. Super cool guy, right? Crazy as can be, and I love the guy to death. But, you know, you see him there, he finds out, you know, he's going to thank you. And, and, and it's like you have a relationship and there's some, there's a bond there. And, but that's what this community is, right? Like, you know, I mean, I met one of the coolest veterans I've ever met at PCA. And he's not an American veteran. And it, people have debated this. And I'm going to bring, I want your guys' opinion on this here in a minute. Ish. Owns Bamp Cigars. Great guy, right? I love Ish to death. But people are taking shots at him because 
he served his time in the Spanish military. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, he's not a veteran. He didn't serve in the U.S. And I'm like, well, my opinion is you wore a uniform. You wrote a blank check to your government for your ass because that's essentially what yeah. it is when you sign that line. Absolutely. Does not matter what country you served in? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, not you, at all. you know, I've served with, you know, different countries. You know, I've worked with the Canadian Army. Uh, one of my best friends, um, she's up and coming in her business uh, out of Canada. Uh, her name's uh, Kelsey Sharon. Canada has an army? They do. Actually, oh, okay. actually they're pretty badass, too. Wow. Um, but Kelsey runs a business called, um, just like that, I forgot it. <laughs> hate when that happens but she's up and coming in the jewelry business sure. um so breast and unity is the name okay. of the uh, company yeah, yeah. uh she just put out an autobiography uh making a movie right now and yep. she, i mean she's probably one of the baddest people i've ever met yeah yeah she uh she served with the uh field artillery uh for with canada uh got dis- got uh transferred out to go work with the british uh, in the with the infantry, br- yep. uh, British infantry, um, just a total badass all the yeah. way around. So she's definitely a veteran. I, I don't like you said. As long as you raise that hand and, and say, you know what, I'm willing to die for this for my country. Right, you're you're a veteran. Right, because that, that's essentially what you're doing. Exactly. Right, you're writing it. You're you're writing a blank check that includes your your ass. Yeah. To the government for that period of time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. Okay, so. Playing devil's advocate. Okay. Uh, you know, th- that works for our allied armed forces. What about our enemy armed forces? Are they veterans also? You know, I hate, you know, and you know me, I'm pretty black and white, but yeah, they yeah. did the same thing. They did yeah, the you know, same we can't, exact thing. You know, here's exactly. the thing, and this is, you know, the, the more, the older I've gotten, the more I've looked at it. What's the real difference? Between, and, and, and this is going to go down a very bad political rabbit hole very quickly. But <laughs> when it comes to the United States, what's the difference between our allies, allies and our enemies? In the U.S., it almost seems like who's the popular kid with us, right? Like right. those flip around. I don't think it matters. You know, we can have a disagreement. So um, luckily I know my dad doesn't watch YouTube, so I'll, I'll tell this story. <laughs> so my dad was a Marine. And... Uh, Many, many years after, he, he served in Vietnam. Many, many years after, I was in my late 20s, um, we had a travel company together. I got to go explore northern Vietnam with my dad. And I got to hear some really cool stories. But one of the coolest stories was, my dad actually knows a guy that was on the other side wow. during Vietnam. That had yeah. the same job as my dad. And they're friends now. They, wow. met, they met 30 years later. and After the, they were enemies. After they are enemies. And the guy made a statement, and, I, and this is the one that's always stuck with me. As a veteran, as somebody that served, we wrote a check to our government. We didn't get to choose how our government used us. Right. Right? So that doesn't mean that down the road, even though we're on opposite sides, that wasn't that they hated us. They hated the situation. Right. That situation's over. Now we're human again. Right. You were right. on opposite sides. We were on opposite sides. And that's, the, that's an important fact. We were. Right. right? Yep. And I think, especially in today's world, there's enough hate and ignorance out there, right? We don't need to we don't need to escalate hate and ignorance. Yeah, you may you know you may they may be your enemy today, but five years from now that might be the guy saving your life on the side of the road, right? Yep. You know, and and it's and I think that's hard, right? Because it's really easy to go, man, I hate these guys because I lost friends, or I hate these guys because of this, or I hate these guys because I got shot. But they were doing what their country told them, just like you were doing what your country told them, exactly. You know, and so I think, 
you know, it's a hard it's a hard thing to move past. Mm -hmm. But I think it's something you have to actually be honest about. Yeah, yeah, they were just following the orders of the officers and the politicians at in their world above them. Yep. Like we were following the sure. orders of the officers exactly. and the politicians way above us. Yeah. So to hold it against somebody like that is is kind of insane if you ask me. We're all just people. We're all just trying to figure out how to freaking survive on this rock every freaking day. Right. Yeah. And you know, so that's that's mine on that, you know. Uh, I yeah. like that take. That's a good take. Yeah, it is. I like that take. I agree. All right. So, I think we've reached a point in the episode where we can talk about uh comments. Oh, boy. Comments. So, we're going to add a new segment this week to the podcast where we address your comments on our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, we love comments. Comments help us greatly. I mean, if you engage with uh, with our video with a comment, that's a level up from just like liking it. It's easy to like. Everybody you subscribe to, you, you put their, their video on and you hit the like. Or it, the podcast, if you're just listening to us through Apple or whatever, it, hitting the like, that's easy. But making a comment, that's... You're committed. Yeah. yeah. And, right. and, and, and what's funny is, I'll, I'm going to say this. I, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but 80%, 90% of our comments are people liking what we're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily 80%. Patting so we're going to make fun of the other 20% this time. Yeah, we're going yeah, we're gonna, to we're gonna have some fun with some comments that we're having some fun with us. So we had one comment um, last week, and I'm going to I'm trying to do my best to read it from here. I can hear you. I got it. I'm blind as a fucking bat. It says, the one guy is as smart as shit on a toadstool. <laughs> Toro's response. <laughs> ha ha, which one? Response, black shirt, no beard. <laughs> so... Everybody point that way except Ken, so everybody knows who it is. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> well, look, look, I deal with this in, in my life. Look, generally, just think about it this way. You know, you see a beautiful woman, you see a magnificently beautiful woman, and you think, okay, that woman can't be too smart. She's had everything handed to you, you know, through her, through her whole life. It, it's the same thing that happens to men. I am devastating handsome. <laughs> People can't look at me and say, that guy's going to be brilliant. You, you Say the same thing to like Brad Pitt, and you know that it it happens. I have to deal with that. Now, Curtis, I'm devastating, handsome people are oh, going to think I'm smart. It's okay. Ken's going to change his Instagram handle to the new Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> We're about the same age, or something. So, like that. so you know this this comment I think is funny. One, it's 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 it's, it's such a BS keyboard warrior comment. But two, we actually went and watched this guy's vi one video on uh -oh. YouTube. <laughs> And uh, he says, you know, something about supporting my friends in the North, which is oh, a vague boy. statement. So I'm going to take this as this guy supports North Korea, his <laughs> friends in the North. So congratulations. We now know you're a communist. And, you know, you can go support your friends in the North. That's right. The brothers in the North probably didn't hear you, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their internet didn't work, but we're going to help and spread the message so for you. It was shut hey, down but at that kudos time. for you for, for creating content, though, right? You did, you know, to your brothers in the north. You Although I will say, though, on that time. video, all I could think about is his head looked like a shaven testicle. No, no. <laughs> hey, we love a good roast, and we're going to roast you back if you roast us for sure. <laughs> you can't roast us harder than we roast yeah. each other when these mics aren't on. Or on. We beat or each other on. to death. <laughs> or even on. sometimes when they are on. Even, even when they're on, we roast each other. But it, regardless, uh, hey, we definitely appreciate your comment. 
Jesse, we appreciate your comment because um, whether you realize it or not, you actually help us in the YouTube al algorithm. That's right. People need to understand that I am devastating handsome. So, that's, hey, facts are facts. <laughs> I have to go get my damn boots. Shit's getting deep in here. It's getting deep in here. Real deep. Hey, even a broken clock's right twice a day. Yeah, that's right. Right? All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. We want to throw another huge shout out to Family by Loyalty, our podcast sponsor. Um, you can check out um our website if you can find us good luck um with that and we also want to give a huge shout out to mutts with a mission month of january every cigar we sell we're going to donate one dollar to mutts with missions it's a great so, reason to buy a cigar if you need a reason right if you're looking for a place to shop and you're a, a veteran supporter uh, or you believe in supporting our veterans uh in this country then we're the place to shop because we are giving back to the veteran community as much as we possibly can so we hope you guys have a great week. Um, we hope you come back and watch again. Like, comment, share the video. Help us beat the YouTube algorithm. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. So be a man, carry a gun, and smoke a cigar. Next week, see you guys. <laughs>